Okay, y'all. So as we lead up to the season two release of Situationships on August 8th, I figured I would whet your appetite with some of my favorite episodes from season one. So over the next three weeks, I'll be releasing my top three favorite episodes from season one. So what you're about to listen to is a rewind from season one, episode one. It's a pretty hilarious episode where my best friend Alicia recounts one of her first Tinder dates that started off with not one, not two, not three, but four tequila shots and essentially ended up a hot mess. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate the pod and leave a review. Don't forget to join the Situationships Podcast Facebook group where ladies are sharing dating and relationship tips and insights that they've learned through trial and error. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at Situationships Pod on Instagram and Facebook and Situations Pod on Twitter. All right, get ready for the rewind. Hey, y'all. You are listening to Situationships, the podcast where black millennials from across the relationship spectrum, from singledom to divorced, share their personal stories to help you raise your dating standards and improve your relationship skills. Because you can do better, sis. Hey, guys. Welcome to Situationships. This is Randy. I'm your host. I'm so glad to have you all here today. Um, And on this first episode, we are going to hear a story from a young lady out of our nation's capital, a 29-year-old Virgo named Alicia. She is going to share a story in which she had a first date and had a little too much to drink and they pretty much had the club going up on a Tuesday. So stay tuned and check it out. Hey. Hello. So I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Of course. I'm honored. I can't believe I'm the first guest. Episode one. Yes, you are the very first guest on my podcast. So I hear you have a story to share. I do. I have a couple, but I've chosen one specifically for this episode. Okay, so let me hear. I I hear it has something to do with the first date. Yes. So I've had plenty of uh, really interesting slash crazy first dates. Um, But this one in particular, I was coming off of a four-year relationship. So I really wasn't ready to kind of jump back into the dating game, but I felt like I needed to just get my feet wet and get it over with. Um, so I met this guy on Tinder. Um, was it soul swipe or Tinder? It was Tinder. Met this guy on Tinder and, um, I flaked probably three or four times before the first date. Um, me and this guy had been talking for probably a month, um, just texting, chatting, and I was just so scared. I hadn't been on a first date in years, literally. Um, so I flaked on this guy like three or four times. And then finally he was like, listen, are we doing this or not? <laughs> um, so he chose this place for us to go in Harlem. I agreed. And yeah, so we had um, planned it for probably two or three days. Um, I want to say it was maybe a 
Friday when he asked me, and we planned it for like Tuesday. And so, wait, had this been your first Tinder day or no? So was it was it my first Tinder day? Yes, actually, it was. I was about to like tell myself and say I cheated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, actually, it was. I think I had had a soul swipe date before which ended really quickly um but this was my first tinder date okay yes okay um so we planned to go to this bar i think we were supposed to meet up at like seven or eight and it was gonna be drinks and dinner so like i said this was on a tuesday and got ready go to the place i'm extremely nervous because again haven't been on a first date in forever um get to the place and the guy is cool you know he's not fine but he's cute and uh, we sit next to the window, and uh, he seemed cool. Like, we just kind of started having small talk, and um, it seemed like it was going pretty well. But again, I was still really, really nervous. And so the first thing I remember doing was ordering a drink because I thought, well, maybe if I have a little liquor, um, you know, it'll kind of calm my nerves down. I I think I had, like, a Red Bull vodka, I want to say. Your go-to. Yeah, my (laughs) go-to. so I ordered the drink, he orders his drink, and we continue talking, just small talk. And it, it seems to be going pretty well. Like, he seems like a normal guy. He's not like a serial killer or anything, and it's cool. So we're chatting, and at this point, it's probably an hour into the day. We order food, and he looks at me, and he's like, hey, I feel like this should be a turn-up night. So I'm like, okay, what do you mean? And he was like, you'll see. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom, so I'll be right back. Go to the bathroom, come back, come back to four shots. Not one, not two, not three. Four shots of tequila. Oh, he took it there. Yeah, he took it there. So two shots in front of him, two shots in front of me. And he's like, what's up? Like, you ready? Like, you said you wanted to have a turn up night. So I'm like, shit, what the hell did I just get myself into? So um, he takes his shots first. I take mine. And it was cool. I I was like, you know, now mind you, tequila is not my, you know, choice of liquor at all. I probably hadn't had tequila since like sophomore year in college. Um, But I was like, you know, for the sake of the turn up, like, you know, I'm just going to take it like a champ. Right. Down for the cause. Down for the cause. So I take the shots back. Cool. So uh, still talking, chatting. The waitress comes over and he's like, yo, let me get two more shots. Right. You already know where this is going. Orders two more shots. She comes back. Take the shots. Because at this point, I'm, I'm already in. You know, I'm committed. So I'm like, you know, it's, it's all in or not. So take the shots back. And long story short, we ended up probably having maybe six or seven shots apiece. Okay. Now, this was over the span of probably an hour. Had y'all eaten? <laughs> um, nibbled. We had nibbled. And I think... I think I did the whole, like, I don't want to have, like, a real meal thing. So I think I ordered, like, maybe an appetizer knowing I was hungry as shit. (laughs) But I was like, you know, I'm going to keep it cute. So I had, like, an appetizer. Not enough to have seven shots of tequila, clearly. Um, So, again, this is over, like, an hour. So I'm not really feeling the effects. Like, I feel a little bit tipsy, but, like, I'm, I'm good. I think I'm good. So I remember telling him I was going to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom, and then this is where it gets blurry (laughs) so I'm gonna tell you the parts I remember and then I'm gonna insert the parts that he had to tell me the next day so 
um, go to the bathroom. And in my mind, I thought I was in there for like five minutes. Apparently, I was in there for half an hour. So he comes to the bathroom. And I just remember looking up. So that's already like sad because that means I'm probably on my knees or on the ground. So I remember looking up and seeing him come in. And I'm like, what is this nigga doing in the bathroom? So he comes in and he's like, yo, are you good? So I'm looking at him like, yeah, bro, like I'm good. Like, why are you in here? Um, and he was like, you've been in here for a long time. Like, I just wanted to come check on you. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. Walks me out. And I think I, at this point I was maybe stumbling a little bit, but like I still was good. Go to the uh, table. I'm sitting down and I just remember putting my head down. <laughs> On the table. <laughs> so I put my head down and he was like, yo, like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, like, cause at this point I'm like, listen, I have to keep this charade. I think I'm like in my mind doing a great job of like being sober. So I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. So I'm like, bitch, keep your head up and be normal. <laughs> so um sitting there, I'm trying to have like a normal conversation. And then I think probably five minutes into that, I just like fell apart. And so he asked me again. I remember him asking me again, was I okay? And I threw up. <laughs> I know. Surprise. So I throw up. I want to say, did I throw up? This is multiple times. So I think, okay, rewind. I think what happened was I told him I had to go to the bathroom again. I go to the bathroom and I throw up in the bathroom mm -hmm. first, right? So he has to come get me again because I took like 20 minutes. So he comes to get me. I threw up. So he's like, yo, like, okay, we got to wrap this up. So I'm still telling him with throw up on my mouth, like, I'm good. Like, we good. Like, come on, let's finish the day. He was like, yo, like, it's totally fine. Like, let's just call it a night. So we walk to the table and I throw up at the table. So I'm like, okay, I got to get my stupid ass out of here. So... Um, I remember walking towards the door of the restaurant and I throw up at the door. And so at this point, the bouncer is coming over and he was like, yo, get her out of here. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, she's already thrown up in the bathroom. I don't think they have found the throw up yet in the bathroom, but they definitely <laughs> saw the throw up at the table. Right. So they're like, OK, this is too much. Like, get her out. Right. So I remember seeing a cab. Right. I see the cab and I'm like, OK, I need to hail this cab so I hail the cab and I get in the cab and he starts kind of like walking me over or, or walking over rather to the door and then I look at him and I'm like so you're not gonna accompany me to my house like this is the like gentleman thing to do like you need to get in this cab with me because I'm clearly drunk and I have throw up on myself so he was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. He was such a nice guy. So he gets in the cab, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll make sure you get home safely. So he gets in the car, and we get to my place, and I get out the cab, and I projectile vomit on him. Well. <laughs> <laughs> projectile vomit on him. And so this is where it gets kind of fuzzy. Well, I mean, it was fuzzy before, but it gets really fuzzy here. So... I remember throwing up and then being like completely mortified and thinking like this guy probably wants to literally smack the shit out of me at this point. But he, such a nice guy, is like, I'm going to walk you upstairs. So I'm like, okay. So he walks me upstairs, throw up on him, trying to like get it off. I think I like tried to like wipe his shirt or something with my hand. <laughs> 
So we walk upstairs, and at this point, I'm having a really hard time walking. So he uh, waits for me at the door. I'm trying to, like, fumble to get my keys out, finally get my keys. Um, He comes in the house with me because I'm sure he was like, you know, this girl is not going to be able to even get to her bed. Like, let me make sure I get her in. So he gets to my room, and in, like, a moment of sobriety, (laughs) I look at him, and I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, yo, huh? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, no, seriously, like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just wanted to make sure you got home safely. Like, you told me to, like, come with you in the cab. And (laughs) he looks at me, and I look him in his eyeball and say, if you don't leave, I'm going to scream right now. (laughs) So... Homeboy leaves. (laughs) I'm sure he was like, I'm not trying to get wrapped up in this. Leaves. Um, And then the next thing I remember is literally waking up the next day at like 10 a.m. Had to be to work at 9. So I'm clearly late. Wake up in a panic. I have throw up. I still have the clothes on that I had on the night before. So I have throw up in my bed now. And yeah, I just wake up in this panic and I call my boss. You know, I let her know I'm going to be late. And then immediately everything from the night before just starts like coming to my mind. And I'm just like what the fuck just happened? I'm sorry if you're not supposed to curse. (laughs) Um, And I'm like, this guy, one probably wants to kill me. Two, if he doesn't want to kill me, I'm sure he never wants to see my stupid ass face again, which who would blame him? And I remember like getting to work, by the way, I go down my stairs. I think it was like winter at this point. And I slip on an ice patch and like scrape the shit out of my knee. (laughs) (laughs) So it's bleeding. Like literally blood is coming down. I'm like trying to get on the Metro. I look disgusting. Like I probably still smell like liquor and throw up. Like it was horrible. So I get to work and he texts me. He texts me and he's like, yo, like last night was super crazy. Um, He actually apologizes. He's like, I should not have made you turn up on a Tuesday on a Tuesday on a Tuesday <laughs> and he was like you know um don't be embarrassed he was like it, you know it happens and he was like I hope you have a great day um so I was you know completely shocked I couldn't believe that he actually texted me wanted to remember who I was I mean like I just my mind was blown because I'm like had it been me bitch it's a wrap um so long story short we ended up going on um, a couple more dates <laughs> and they were normal after that um, but yeah, that was probably one of the craziest dates, first dates that I've gone on. Wow. Well, <laughs> th- there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. So that sounds like an eventful first date. And, I, and it, I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised he would want to see you afterwards yeah. as well. Yeah. I'm still shocked. How many, how many more dates did you guys go on after that? <sighs> I want to say two more. Um, the second one, I think by the second one, I still was like completely mortified and, um, he was like, yo, it's cool. Like, you know, if I, if I text you, then I'm good with it. You know, like I still want to see you. So we cool. Um, and then, yeah, I think we went on like one more date and what ended it? Like why? This is so bad. Um, cause after he put up with (laughs) all all of that, what, what ended it? Um, okay. So you want, you want the truth? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Keep it real for the audience, for the folks. <sighs> so to be completely honest, and this is going to sound, I'm going to make myself sound like the biggest asshole and super shallow, but um, he was a cool guy. He was a dentist, and 
Um, he had like a lot going for him, but he just wasn't my type. Um, look wise. <laughs> that, that was that was physically. Um, if you didn't hear her, she was not attracted yes. to him. Yeah, I just you know he was cool, but you know he just really. Um, just wasn't my type physically so I mean that's real I think it's real and I think I think I tried to push past first of all I think I felt super guilty about the first date so I felt like I owed him a second date you know the fact that he even wanted to see me again I felt like I owed that to him at least um and like I said he was a cool guy like we there was nothing wrong with him per se um he had personality so he was cool to like hang out with but um yeah, I just, and also let me add, because I don't want to seem like the biggest asshole. Um, I just, to be completely honest, wasn't really ready to date yet. Um, it probably was only three or four months after my breakup with um, my boyfriend who I had been with for four years. So I really wasn't super ready to start dating. Um, I think it was kind of a distraction for me at that point. It was just like something to do to kind of keep my mind off of being alone. <laughs> um, so that coupled with the fact that, you know, he wasn't super cute. Um, just kind of. And he probably smelled like throw up. Yeah, so. you know, probably. <laughs> um, so it just kind of fizzled out. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a tea or anything. We just kind of went our separate ways. But, yeah. Okay. That was the story. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing, because I know that's, I mean, not a lot of people would share. I know, oh my gosh. <laughs> we share such a story. <laughs> we appreciate it. Of course. Well, now I want to ask you a couple of questions. Yes. Um, this section I like to call asking for a friend. Oh, that's cute. Because clearly, I don't, you know, I don't need to know. Like, I know <laughs> all there is to know. But my friends, they Your need to friends, know. Your friends, of right? course. Gotcha. So one question, the first question is, um, what are some do's and don'ts for a first date? Like what, what rules do you establish for yourself that you think you and most people should abide by for first dates? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. So I'd say for do's, um, this is going to sound really cliche, but I would say be yourself as much as possible. And I say that because going on a first date, I think we all want to send what my friends like to call a representative of ourself. Um, and we want to put our best foot forward. We want to say the right thing. We want to do the right thing. Um, we just want to appear perfect in the other person's eyes, right? And I mean, that's normal. But one, I think it takes too long to cut through the bullshit. You know, if, if we both are sending our representatives, it's going to take a long time to get to who we really are. So two, I would say um, I'm almost 30. So I want to cut through the bullshit as quickly as possible. So I for me, at least I, I tell myself this now when I go on first dates, I know I could be a little awkward and, you know, meeting someone for the first time is going to be inevitably a little awkward. But I try to be myself as much as possible because I don't want to waste your time. And I'm sure you don't want to waste mine either. Hopefully, if you're a good person, right. um, we both are not trying to waste each other's time. And so let's just get to the point. Let's, you know, talk about some things that I think you should discuss on a first date and figure out if we can be compatible and, you know, continue seeing each other. So try to be yourself as much as possible is number one. Um, number two, Ooh, I have to think about this for a sec. Um, okay. So actually I'll skip to a don't. 
I would say don't try to um, meet at a place that's going to be really expensive, right? So I've learned this over time that just like guys don't want to waste time, they don't want to waste their money either, right? And so for me on a first date, I'm assuming that because you asked me on this date, you're probably going to pay. And so if we go to a place that's expensive and it doesn't end up working out, you feel like you just wasted, you know, all your coins on this first date. So I feel like if you go to a place that's free or cheap, um, then even if you do spend a couple of dollars on a, you know, cappuccino or coffee, whatever it's, and it doesn't end up working out, then, you know, it's not going to be a big deal. So I try to pick a place that's going to be either free or cheap so that it's no pressure on the guy. Um, let me see what else. Um, I'm kind of blanking right now. I'm sure I'll think of a I think that's more. good. Those yeah. are good. So, yeah, I mean, being yourself, I think, like you said, is really important, especially for a first date, because it's easy to want to, you know, like you said, put your best foot forward, send your representative. But <laughs> if you ultimately want this to develop into something, yeah. you want to you wanna be yourself. Yeah. Um, and actually, so your second second response leads really nicely into my next question. Mm-hmm. And so clearly you are familiar with Tinder. Yes, I am. In the online <laughs> dating world. Yes, I am. So what would you say is a good first encounter location? Like where is a good place to meet up for a first date, a first meetup? Um, especially if you're talking about somebody you met online. You said don't pick somewhere expensive. So Yeah. yeah. So obviously it's going to depend on what city you're in, but I think being in a major city like New York or D.C., there are so many cool free things to do, right? So even in New York, um, I went on like another Tinder date, (laughs) Um, and we ended up just going to the park. And it was super cool because it was no pressure to, you know, order food and have drinks and have this whole experience. It literally was just him and I were in the park, we're walking and we're talking. And it just gave me the opportunity to kind of get to know him better in a setting that, again, it, it just wasn't a lot of pressure for him to impress me. Right. Um, yeah. So parks are always a good location. I think. Again, being in big cities, there are always like free events and stuff going on. So maybe do a little research or have him do a little research as well. Um, that. <laughs> um, just a little, uh, you know, a little research to see what's going on that week or weekend or whatever day you guys are supposed to be meeting and see if there's something free that's cool for you guys to do. Um, I'm trying to think of other cool first date locations. Um, I... I don't want to say never do a bar restaurant because, you know, those can be cool too. But again, try to choose something that's on the cheap side. Um, nothing that is, you know, $30, $40, $50 meal. You know, y'all don't know each other yet to get, <laughs> to, to, get to that point. Right. So I would, um, yeah, just again, just try to find something that um, lends itself for a good conversation as well too. I think being in a place where it's not going to be loud, because I've made that mistake too of going to a place where it's kind of loud or noisy or doing like a live music kind of thing. And the idea is cool, but when you get there, it's difficult to have a conversation with the person. So the biggest thing is having 
a place where you can have a conversation with this person. Again, this is the first date, so you want to know as much about this person as possible. So, Okay. I like it. I like all of those suggestions Um, because I, too, have been on my fair share of Tinder dates. Um, (laughs) Excuse me. And I'm familiar with the awkward vibe that can come from picking the wrong place or having... Or having to pick up a tab that you weren't expecting to pick up, Ooh, you know, girl. that uh, that can that can happen from time to time as well. Yes, real AF. Um, and so my last question actually was sparked by something you said earlier. Um, so you said it had been about two or three months since your breakup when you went on this yes. this Tinder date. Yeah, and you said that for you, you felt like that was too soon. Yes. What? isn't too soon then when is a good time you think to like jump in do you think that you know you have to kind of get your feet wet again and go out on a few play play dates (laughs) um that you know don't necessarily take seriously before you're ready to like like if you were to meet that person you know you wanted to and you wanted to move forward like when when is a good time oh good question so to be completely honest i think that question is going to or the answer rather to that question is going to differ for every person I think every single person is going to have a different answer because you really are the only one who knows when you're ready Mm -hmm. right so for me um again I think that because I had been in in this you know long relationship for four years um a part of my identity was attached to my partner Mm -hmm. so we were always together always doing things and so when that abruptly ended um I didn't know what it felt like to be alone again and and I think I was 27 at that time and we started dating at like maybe 23 24 I'm not good with math (laughs) (laughs) I think I was 23 when we started dating so you know being single at 22 and 23 is completely different than being single at 27 so I had to re-figure out who Alicia was at 27 and figure out what were the things that I wanted and what I liked and what I didn't I mean simple things that you think that you know about yourself but when you are so entrenched in this relationship you kind of lose those things sometimes so for me I think I was looking to fill this void that I felt was you know lacking or wasn't there anymore and so dating kind of became that for me going on these tinder dates and finding a guy to like go to dinner with or go to the park with it was something to do Mm -hmm. because I didn't have that partner that I could turn to and say hey let's do this so that's kind of what dating meant for me at the time and I think that's the wrong reason to go into dating Um, I think you should be ready to well I don't want to say you should be ready to be in a relationship but you should be ready to be open to the idea of something serious coming out of dating, right? And I just was not in that place. So for me, I'll give you my answer. I think um, taking some time for myself to figure out what it was that I really wanted and what I didn't want, and that just means in general in life, and then taking it a step further and thinking about what I want and what I didn't want in a partner took me at least a year. Okay. Um, sorry, that was like a long answer, but it took me at least a year to really, really 
um, be ready and figure out what it was that I was looking for and not looking for. Um, and to, to be able to like take a date seriously, because again, I think before going on dates, it just was something to do. Mm -hmm. And I was listening. I was half listening to you. You know, you would give me these long answers about what you wanted in life and it sounded great. You know, I, I probably would give you a long answer too about what I wanted, but I had not really thought about it and I wasn't really being thoughtful and intention intentional about what I was doing. So for me, it was a year. But again, it's going to differ for every person. I always recommend um, just having, being really honest with yourself and having that really honest conversation with yourself like and thinking about why you are dating. You know, are you dating because you're bored? Are you dating because you really are ready for a relationship? You know, are you dating because you've always had someone in your life? And I think that was a part of my thing, too. I had always dated and had been dating. And so I didn't really know what it was like to be by myself and to, you know, really spend time with myself. So, yeah, I would say to just have that serious conversation with yourself and just really think about why you want to date. That's a beautiful answer. That was that was grown AF. <laughs> That's gross I try, right there. man. I try. I try. try. <laughs> well, those are beautiful answers, and your story was hilarious. I'm glad I'm not homeboy because oh I be pissed. And yo, if homeboy is listening, bruh, I'm sorry. Right? What you got to say to him? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sorry, bruh. Like I just I wasn't there, but I appreciate you though. No, it's real. But we we've all been there with the you know a little too much drinking and yeah. the consequences. Yes. But thank you so much, Alicia, for coming on the podcast today and being my first guest. Anytime, of course. You are amazing. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Become an official Situationships boothang by donating to the podcast Patreon page. I'll love you forever. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships podcast community on social media. The pod is on Instagram and Facebook at Situationships Pod and on Twitter at Situations Pod. If you have a story you want to share on the podcast, email me at situationshipspod at gmail.com. Stay up to date on the events, stories, and news for the podcast by signing up at situationshipspodcast.com. And lastly, Help your friends raise their dating standards by sharing this episode with a friend who needs to hear this word. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.